I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What Drives You is brought to you by Ziggler, your premier source for equipping life and leadership coaches. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. Yeah. Welcome to What Drives You. I'm Kevin Miller, your host and guide to help you master your inner drive so you can live a driven, inspired, and peaceful life that sees you driving further and enjoying the ride. This is a What Drives Your Health episode. Uh, Your health comes from what you do and don't eat, and what exercise you do and don't do, and good sleep, right? Basically your lifestyle. Add to that your genetics, and we've got it pretty much covered, right? Well, what about your thinking? Not your mental state necessarily, but your actual thinking. Can you think yourself healthy? Or unhealthy. So I'm with my friend, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert. And he and I have been studying this concept for a long time. A book we read cites a study where people worked out their biceps, right? With dumbbells, lifting weights, but half of the test subjects were tasked with just thinking about growing their biceps. The first group using dumbbells grew their biceps. Uh, they measured bigger, literally. The second group who just thought about it also got bigger biceps, not as much as the actual dumbbell lifters, but take the measuring tape and check it out. Sure enough, they got bigger biceps just from thinking about it. Now take that to your health. And as you'll hear in this show, I talk about an injury that I've gotten. The most mental input I'm giving it is negative. I'm thinking about what's wrong, what it won't do, about the pain and the lack. And according to this study though, I could be helping heal it with my thoughts. And currently, I'm making it worse. Conversely, I often think about myself as somebody who does not get sick. Well, how much does that add in to me not often or as often getting sick? So we're going to talk about how we think about our health and how it literally affects it. 
Let's start right there with what you just said. So, it, you know, it's, it's, we start these recordings, folks, and we so often have just come from talking to each other. We just now, it's Friday. We were just sitting at Farmer's Market where my kids have booths selling stuff, and we were having coffee, talking about life. And you just said, what? We feel, as we're older, feel more wise, more wisdom, but, but we're less able to use words to express it. Oh, I was going to say certain. Right. We, we, we talk, we're less certain. We talked about that. So here you are. And, you know, you're Dr. James, medical <laughs> doctor, functional medicine expert. I do I'm, have a concrete degree. You have a concrete. <laughs> I do not. But I have a lot of, of listeners, so apparently I have something decent to say. And yet... And we're supposed to know it all. You're supposed to have arrived. You're supposed to be up on stage guiding people in certain truths. And I, I but I, I think people believe that less and less. And they like the fact that we're all on the journey and we are. So here we are talking, trying to make our own decisions, dealing with our own health and not certain. And not in. Oh, okay. Comfortably. Comfortably not certain. Comfortably not certain. Well, I really like the analogy you gave this morning that I had not heard of about how they build foundations in China. If you'd asked me, or, or Japan, yeah. where they have, or, or California, earthquakes, where they have earthquakes, yeah. and I would have said, oh my gosh, they must go soup much deeper and right. much you more solid. You would have thought, yeah. go to bedrock and really yeah. anchor it in, and that's and go not. a mile down in and beyond solid. So when we were living off base, and we would walk around and this is pre-kids and we're, you know, we're exploring in another culture and we live in an off-base house and it was a newer neighborhood. And so there was houses being built in our little neighborhood. And so we would walk around and, you know, just like here, you kind of snoop around the new house that's being built. And it's like, I just thought, oh my God, this is rickety. And, and that's exactly what it was. It's sort of like, and, and you can hear the classic and you see the quote unquote shanty towns of whatever of back in the old Tokyo or whatever. And you would yeah. look at, and, and the, the typical uh, elitist thought process is, oh, ours is so much more solid. We're so much better builders. And the reason that they did that or is, and still do that is so that there is movement with inherent within the building, because when the ground shakes, if you're solid, it's bad. It's, 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 it's like driving a car with no shock absorbers and it just rattles you to death like the old wagons, I would guess to have been. <laughs> and, and it just, and so we were talking about this, that this morning that here we are at 50 and some of the things that we thought were super solid that we were certain on, we were certain. <clears throat> and it's like, well, it depends. Yes. I'm certain about that certain fact, but now with 50 years behind me, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of certain about it over here in this context, but less certain about it in that context. Kind of, sir, I think about certainty of the concept. I mean, conceptually. Okay. The you, framework. We have seen more life grow from a diet heavier in vegetables than fast food. Yes. That, that would be a pretty solid framework. Because I want to say with certainty, no, the carrot is better than the hot pocket. I want to say with, and you feel like you should be able to, but. There's always There's the always going to be the somehow. exception. That's right. And so we're... Or, and, and even the exception of somebody out there listening right now. Uh, in fact, Kristen is a great example of somebody. Who, uh, and uh, Kristen is our 
functional medicine coach. And, and this is public knowledge that, you know, she lived very, very, very well. Ate the carrot, did not eat Hot Pockets, got cancer. And, and so okay, she would well. say, okay, well, yeah, exactly what. And that, uh, and kind of what we want to talk about today, we can maybe use her, because what she now knows is that her, the reason, her solidity that led to the shakiness of, that came to cancer wasn't Hot Pockets and smoking and lack of enough carrots, but it was in the mental emotional aspect of her life. Okay, great. Because I do want to say to that, if she had been as she was and replace all those carrots and healthy things with fast food, I would say her cancer might have come. I'm going to surmise. We don't know for certain, Can't. but we can surmise that it might have come earlier. It might have been worse. She might be dead as a result instead of recovered. So I don't want somebody to hear that and go, yeah, that's why I just say we're all going to die anyways. Yeah, we're all going to die. Might something. as well just eat the fast food and, and whatever. And again, we are, we are going to say without certainty that we have seen, we would say, um, evidence-based, uh, <laughs> evidence-based, I can't say certainty, evidence-based testimony to better health outcomes with carrots as opposed to hot pockets. So we're going to say that, um, that she, we, I would figure. Yeah. Would her cancer, would her, would the shakiness of her infrastructural mm-hmm. system it, it, through the physiology lens have been more disrupted earlier if into her exact same context she had put hot pockets instead of carrots? And we're going to guess yes. But here's the other side of that question that creates the uncertainty is what if, because part of her, and, and we're not going to pick on Kristen all the time, but we're going to say people's in this case, Part of the demise was her, um, uh, was the, was the uh, certainty, uh, the, uh, the rigidity. Yes. She felt so incredibly limited and rigid in her approach that yeah. it, she never got the celebratory hot pocket right. or cake. And, and so that brings in the uncertainty. If somebody eats dirt with a sense of gratitude and joy, Whatever, you know, and now we're bringing in the the mental mysterious component to all of this. Would Kristen's cancer have not come? Well, and there you're back. It reminds me of the back in the, you know, traditional church days of carrying your religion or your belief as a burden or as a gift. Do you do that? Yeah. We saw how many people are out there damaged by people who were you know, staunch Christians religion. or whatever religion, and they carried it like a burden and hellfire and brimstone, and they had a crappy life, and they gave crap to other people through their lives as opposed to somebody over here. And I think that's a lot of times why religions had a hard hit, because you have somebody over here who denies religion and is kind and peaceful, and you want to go with that. Obviously, they're not exclusive you know, to each other, but that's what we're getting to you know, today is the mindset in essence. Um, can we, if we're the, the, the infrastructural mindset. So, so I want you to share. So this is not about this book. This is another book on top of so many that we've read, but we're both, you got me into it reading breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. This is a guy, he's a chiropractor, but he kind of came into fame or notoriety from, was it an accident that he had? I'm not had, really exactly he sure. He had some accident, totally like so many doctors, t- totally yeah. wrecked him, and he 
through his, you know, mind work primarily is what he cites or gives testimony to rebuilt him himself. So in this book, he's talking about the quantum use. So we're not going to get into quantum physics necessarily, but let's, let's set the context yeah. of, of where you and I have been over this last six, eight months, yeah. because I happen to have read a book that was dovetailing. And I think the title of the book was the Bible and physics. And okay. so it's, it's okay. We have the theory of relativity, we have all this weird quantum physical stuff that just bends your mind. Well, how does that then relate to kind of the old stodgy truths of, of religion or, or even the stodgy truths of, like you used the idea this morning of gravity, like doesn't matter what you think about it as like you jump off a building, you're going to pay the price. And that's kind of how we have thought about other mindsets. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how you think about it. If you eat hot pockets, you're going to be sick. And it's like, yeah, but what about, and here Joe Dispenza comes in and here I had been one of the really staunch, don't smoke, don't, don't do all these things. Do, do your exercise, eat your carrots. And, and the evidence based is that you're going to be better. Yeah. But, and so here we, we bring in the, the context of you and I wrestling with as we're raging teenagers and as we're wrestling with our own mindsets and we have friends whose marriages of 20, 30 years are just all of a sudden gone and, and health all of a sudden gone, whether it's you and I and our feet or whatever. <laughs> and so how much of that is in our flexible mindset and so Dispenza comes in and I, so his first book was in like 2000, this book I think is 2012. So this is the zeros kind of data. And his other famous book is on the placebo effect. Mm -hmm. And okay, so there's another, you know, people in America hear placebo effect as negative as like, oh, it's all in your head. And then we're saying, well, what if, what if you just flip that and say, even if you just imagine yourself as fill in the blank as having a better marriage, as losing weight, as feeling better in your feet. How much of an impact does that actually have on the raw physiology of your feet? Because it is all in your head and that's, what's frustrating. I don't <laughs> want that. I want certainty. I want black and white. I want a reality that is truly reality. And yet it's, we're not allowed that because the same thing, the same event, we can be driving in a car you and I, and the same event happened. And to me, it's tragic and it, it wrecks me PTSD. And to you, it's an epiphany. And it's something you look back on and say, that was great. What's the reality? We cannot say so often. And yet we want to. So it is the placebo effect, which on that I'll tell folks in the true life podcast, March 18th, 2021, we did a show called the placebo advantage and talked about that. And this is going to overlap sure. some of it, but this brings us back to it. And I do want you, I don't want to jump the gun on it, but I want you to hit his study that he referenced. And I'm not going to pull it out guys. You can go get the book. We're, this is a conceptual show if you want the details, yeah. but he talks. Cause this is, that's it. our infrastructure on this show is to wrestle with these words on the concept. Yes. And so Philos the, philosophy, the, the, even of yeah, health and wellness, yeah. the, the, so I was gifted the book, right? So I wouldn't have gone and bought it, but it was gifted to me. And, and kind of somebody said, you should read this. So I'm like, ah, okay. Well, and I got it because you did. And it was on the heels of my dad saying, yeah, I'm <laughs> your this dad. guy. Right. So there's these 
yeah. convergence. Just like when I uh, see people, when I see people that I respect that are, I, I are see, impacted. I see repetition yeah. of a book, a person, whatever. I'm gonna check it out. Yep. Okay. And so me too. And I had just read this other physics book and there had been some other things and you and I had been talking about this. And so reading the book and I'm like, I don't, I'm uncomfortable. And, and, and it's kind of like, oh gosh, I don't want to go this way because like you just said, I want the rules. It's like our buddy Scott said, this jacks up my dogma. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, we can refer to that where it's like, it's to, to say at a high view of of Christian theology, there was the Old Testament, and that's exactly what the Pharisees did. Just give us the rules, yeah, and we can do it. That's been my Jesus life. comes yeah. along and he says, uh, "It's just not that. That's not it." And our friend Scott said, ah, "Jesus just jacks up my dogma. Yeah, we want dogma. Do this and you'll be fine. Do this and you'll be rich. Do this and you'll be healthy." So I can get up today, control and, and my you life, are and expect now the outcome. In control. And I'm not independent. I don't want to be dependent on God. I just want to know the rules. Let me do it. I'm good. That's right. Okay. So you and I grew up kind of in that black, white-ish religion. And here we are. We're raising teenagers. We're in a culture that's... Our culture has gone fluid. Even it's, with gender. Even with... It's a dogma-jacking culture. Yeah, that's right. And it's very, very uncomfortable. Okay, so we're wrestling with this in our own hearts and, and, and walking with kids. And, and over here in medicine and, and in business, it's like, uh, okay, so then the book comes along and we're both reading it. And, on, and the first chapter of the book is Joe Dispenza saying, okay, well, look, if physics is this way, and I had just read this book on the theory of relativity and all this stuff, and it's like, all right, can't argue with that. 100 years of Einstein, it's not the theory of relativity, it's the law, right? It's just that it just is shy of becoming a law because of that last little itty bitty piece of, 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 of the mystery of the fourth dimension of whatever you want to call it. And so we have philosophers wrestling with this over here and Dispenza says, okay, well, don't get lost in that. Mm-hmm. Here's the fuzzy science. If that's then true, which it is because we built, we went to the moon and back on that 60 mm-hmm. years ago or whatever. Okay. Now, what if you're, mind has an impact on how your foot feels or your heart feels or your belly feels or your, or anything or your blood pressure. Take a deep breath. You know, all right. Well, and so to prove that and down in his book, the placebo, there's, there's event or the study after study after study of the, the impact of the mind forward on your body or in reverse in perception of whatever the body is feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so then let's refer to that study because it's just mind blowing to say, all right, it's if, ri- it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. It shouldn't be true any more so than well the theory than the it, fact it, it, that pro- time will contract if you go fast enough. Okay, that shouldn't be true in our <laughs> in our economy in Randy and Kevin's white American. Right, you know, Dude, traditional middle Christian, class, whatever you want to say right. in our kind. I think, come on, no. Now, to somebody else in the what we would call you know the woo woo far east or something like that, they may go with duh. I mean, uh, okay, so maybe so. Tell- we don't right. So here we are in our economy, and and here's the study: is let imagine there's a hundred Kevin Millers over here doing in 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 group A and and another one in group B and another one in group C. So the Kevin Miller's over here in group A, they don't do anything. It's you over the next six months doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And in group B, Kevin Miller gets a 
whatever we use over here, a 30-pound dumbbell. Yeah. And every day you do uh, curls to the point of failure. Resistance training and yeah. That's right. Okay, so I'm that's... Break, I'm going to... And I got to get that. That's black and white That's to me. black and white. I'm going to break down the muscle. I'm going to go to failure, break it down, tear it down. It's going to... Let it rest. Build back... You let it rest. It's going to build back up a little bigger in accordance to the food that I eat. You know, maybe... Some in more. accordance to raw physics. Yes. Right? Yes. Math. Not, Math. Math. I want math. One okay. plus one. You work out, you eat, yeah. the muscle grows back bigger, and then down the road, I've got we a bigger to, bicep. Okay. We, we need to do a whole other show on math because we have to say simple math. Right. Simple Not math. theoretical That's math. That's the only math I know is simple. So <laughs> when right. I say math, it by proxy <laughs> means addition. simple math. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Okay. That's right. Rudimentary. Ruby, kindergarten. Rudimentary math. Lift a weight. It's going to do something to your muscle that we can measure. Yes. Group C. Understand. We can measure, understand, make sense. And group C is Kevin Miller, who with intentionality and with true effort thinks about lifting that weight and goes through the motion, feels the contraction in it, not, not, not does it. See, you and I are sitting here I'm putting immo- our arms I'm up and immobile down. Thinking Immobily about thinking about it only with your brain, thinking with your about arms at your side. Envisioning my bicep being bigger. I'm envisioning it being tighter against my Imagining the potential. Yeah. It's in your muscles. Yeah. And we don't like these words. Okay. Six months later, group A, who and now this is, is a real out. experiment. Group A, who, who didn't do anything, is their muscles, muscle measurement any bigger? No, no. We expect that. Group B, is their muscle bigger? They lifted weights, ate food, rested. Did all the right things. Is their muscle bigger? Can we hold up our muscle? And is it bigger? Measure the muscle. Yes, yes. It's an inch bigger. Yeah. Group C, is their muscle bigger? Doggone it, yes. And doggone it, not as big not as, as group big. B. And it was something like thir- group B, who literally worked out, did what we expect, was a 30, 35% improvement. I, don't, I didn't put the numbers down. Well, let's, let's call group A zero, because there was zero. no change. Group B, call that one. So that's the measuring the average increase in size of the muscle is called one. Okay. And group C increased their muscle mass by about 30% compared to zero and one. Okay. Right. So a 30% improvement, but a marked in a marked uh, measurable uh, improvement uh, that, by simple math, by sitting there thinking about it. And you want to say that's hoodoo that's, guru, that's that stupid stuff. Is it all in your mind? And, and he's saying it's, here's the study. There it is. You can go. I mean, it's, and, I didn't, it's referenced in the book. I'm not going to, there's, there's, Dozens of that kind of thing. The the piano study where you go to an expert piano person and they do scales and you do a PET scan on their brain while they're doing scales. And then somebody who does just scales in his mind and is lighting up the brain as if you're doing scales. So now we're, we're being hit with just, it's like the theory of relativity. It's, it doesn't matter what you really think. Time and space will contract if you go fast enough. And, and we have all these space movies built on that and black holes and time contraction. Where it just warps your mind. And we don't get to live it out because we're in Newtonian physics here on Earth. One plus one is one. But we have to, we have to conceptualize it if we want to, you know, get uh, messages from the moon and the Mars Land Rover and whatever else. So that's not our economy. But it's true. And so now, and Dispenza is saying, okay, it doesn't matter really what you're, how you grew up. Doesn't matter whether you grew up in America or in India or wherever. Here are some facts. And so Kevin Miller, Randy James. 
How's this going to impact the way you choose to live in the future? And I live high up in the Rocky Mountains where the air is clean and fresh as possible. But then I step indoors and I'm breathing in untold amounts of toxins and allergens from paint and carpet and cleaning chemicals and pets and furniture and appliances and mold and so on. Studies show the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air anywhere you are. And in some places, it's a hundred times worse than that. Well, the solution is to get an air purifier and air doctor is just the best out there. It filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen and pet dander and dust mites and mold and even bacteria and viruses so your lungs don't have to try to do that. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com. You can use the promo code Kevin. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get the special deal, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com. Use promo code Kevin. Friends, I'm pretty candid about my lack of financial prowess. Money and numbers are fairly Greek to me, so I need a lot of guidance. One of my closest friends is a wildly successful wealth manager, and I'm working on some financial literacy and just continually seeking guidance. So I ask you to check out yahoofinance.com. Nobody knows it all on Yahoo Finance is an incredible resource for the rookies like me or the seasoned investors. You know, before my dad passed away recently, Dave Ramsey and his wife, Sharon, flew down to visit. We all got to spend a day together. And I was at yahoofinance.com just now. I saw multiple news flashes from Dave and other people that you respect. And they were hitting so many of the hottest areas in finance today. So it's a place to get a snapshot of all aspects of your financial interests. And if you have them, your portfolios. I hadn't realized Yahoo Finance is the number one finance destination, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. So for your comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. One more time. YahooFinance.com. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top-tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. How's this going to impact the way you choose to live in the future? And 
And what we say, we literally went through the tenets, I'm going to call them, of functional medicine, which we called input, uh, output, recovery, and relationships. Now, that's because we broadened out a little bit on functional medicine, which you know, you're an expert in, which has that as what? what they just eat, sleep, or nutrition, exercise, sleep, and in mind, body. Is that right? Sort of ish, right? Like, <laughs> but they but they yeah. break it out into four parts yeah. there. Okay, so we're talking about the mind body. So to come back to you were using Kristen, which is somebody we know, but somebody who has a health problem, whether it's cancer, which or, is all of us, which is all, all of us, or achy yeah. knees or whatever, and you're saying, okay, let's look at your, you know, from the basics, mm-hmm. basics of functional medicine, yeah. which is beyond regular basics, but basics there of input. Uh, you know, what are you putting in the body that the body doesn't want? What are you not putting in the body that it needs? Uh, uh, exercise, you know, movement, you know, working out the body, sleep and recovery. And then this other one is what we're talking about, mind and body. And because I don't want to say that, you know, so here's somebody who got cancer, who was doing all this great, healthy stuff. Well, that's great. That I, I'm going to assume that that helped them. But what we're saying over here is we can, we're going to somewhat sabotage, somewhat negate, somewhat lessen all of our efforts by the reality of our mind. So when we're over here doing, and Kevin is sleeping great, he is exercising great, he's eating clean. What's my mindset about those things? Or or over here, my mindset about what's going on in my business, finances, relationships, whatever. And one more area there is what is your mindset about the things that are subconscious? The th- you don't know what you don't know. And one of the things that we don't know is what we do by habit. Mm-hmm. What, what is your mind? And that's... Well, so, and you say what we do, and I'm thinking also what we be. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because there's always, how, what am I being through the day? If we could put the electrodes on me is, through a given day, how much anxiety, bad stress, worry, fear... Anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, and peace, love, joy, well, gratitude. So, so there, and you would say we're all on the spectrum, well, day to day. Where am I? And it is taking or giving life from me. It uh, is r- building or degrading my health. That is right. And that phrase comes out of this new book we've been reading, the Finding Quiet book, of every instance of. Input, output, recovery relationships, you know, your food, your exercise and bad things, quote unquote, bad things are um, your, uh, it's an opportunity to create a default mode network, a a being of growth. We could use so many, you're either a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And I like giving resources. I I feel like more and more we're curators and I want to do that. So (laughs) so mindset is Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K. She is the queen, king, whatever. We can't do genders anymore. So uh, of mindset. So that is an incredibly powerful book. You just mentioned Finding Quiet. That's J.P. Morgan. Moreland. Right. Moreland. And he is a faith-based guy, a, a Christian guy, but he's speaking at this. It's, it's an incredible book. And I, I, I want to, I don't want to forget heart math um, out of that, but okay. Mindset is what you're talking about. Uh, right. So that you were mentioning, you know, what's my, what's your relationship with 
life over here. I was going to say, it's, it's, that's really, and I, that feels so huge, but we're talking about life. And back to your thing, we're saying, aside from all these healthy things that we're going to lay out as right. hopeful pillars, I love the pillars. What are the pillars of health? And we're going to say, well, of course, vegetables are good. And fast food has been shown to generally you know, not be, but overall that we're saying one of the bigger factors is how do you feel about life? And that is so daunting because it's a thing feel we feel about your carrots or your hot pockets. Yeah. And, and so the word that I've been using in the clinic is, is trying to, you know, look somebody in the eye and say, what is your relationship with X, Y, Z, wine? Okay. Fast. Okay. Kevin, what's your relationship with fasting? Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, you just gave it to yeah, us. I did. It's, it's, okay. What's your I, I relationship with meditation? Uh, same uh, thing. Yeah. What you, not my what's favorite. your relationship with your bike? Awesome. <laughs> As my lover. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There that's and it would take you journal upon journal pages to flesh that out. Yeah. So your mind is doing something in the background there, right? In a fluid. Like it we wouldn't look at you and say, Oh, shame on you for loving your bike like that. That is an idol. You bad person, you. You need to no biking on Sundays. And I grew up with, we don't do something Anything on Sundays. Right. And, and remember the book? Uh, remember Chariots the, of Fire. Yeah. I hate that line. Boys, we don't play football on Sundays. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, it's crushing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that's the old stodgy fix. That building mindset, is going to fall down. The mindset matters. And, and to that, so you talk about fasting. So when we were doing the three days a week, you yeah. know, a fasting, my, one of my daughters started doing it and she did it a couple of times yeah. and she finally said, I, I'm going to stop because I'm so disdainful of it. I'm feeling depressed. And, and I supported her, you know, and that goes against the, you know, Hey, you know, whatever, whatever you don't want to do when you do it, that's what builds strength and character. Whatever. Maybe so. I mean, if you're on the battlefield or the sports field or There's whatever. There's a time and a place There's, for rules. There could be a time and a place for overcoming, but that is that is significant when people look at, and let's take health and wellness captive. And we did a show. I'll try to see if I can find when we did it. And we said, how do you feel about your health and wellness? Do you have negative feelings or positive feelings? And let's get, yeah, I want everybody listening to think about where is that area in your life? Is it your weight? Is it an ache? Is it a pain? Is it brain fog? Is it lack of clarity? Is it just lack of hope and whatever? And how do you feel? And, and I would say too, so there's going to be a group of people, you listed negative words, but yeah. okay. And I don't feel any of those things, but to me and you, I would say, well, I want to feel more peace. I want to feel more joy. I want to have a deepening relationship of awareness with my subconscious of, of when it's not like I have zero worry that my marriage would, would wind up on the rocks, but it needs to be better. Right. And so when there's, you know, how do we enhance and, and, and in fact, and I think this is where Kristen, circling back around to her, would have said, gosh, had I been living the life of less negative rigidity and more fluid positivity or whatever the words are about my not worry about, oh, my gosh, I got a hot pocket in there instead of a carrot. Would there have been less chance of cancer? Of course. But can you look her in the eye and say, oh, my gosh, your cancer is your fault because you just had a negative attitude about it? Of course not. Well, it was, it was an ingredient. 
It was an agreement. Absolutely. And, and now it, a 15 year, our 15 year olds, we can't talk to them this way. I mean, we could, but they're, it took us 50 years to be able to come over here and say, okay, I've lived through some earthquakes in life and some of my buildings got a little shook Yeah, and I need to enhance, not get more solid in my rigidity. I don't think I need to get more, more joints in there, more. It depends. It, it, you mentioned, um, how our bodies do in the, uh, Remember when you said, oh, there's a, when we said there's a time and a place and you mentioned war, I'm using this example in the clinic all the time. When you think about your immune system, most people think wrongly that it's army, Navy, yeah. Air Force. Where there's a battle going on. And that's part of it. And there's a time and a place. Doggone it. If you have an infection, you need the white blood cells, everybody come out and you're going to get sick and tired and achy and yeah. feverish and feel terrible. But what's the, the immune system doesn't go away when you don't have a fever anymore. Now, most of it is, is diplomacy. Right. Diplomacy is what we're trying to get at in this mind-body connection thing. The fluid, all-the-time relationship that we have with the viruses floating around in our body right now. Okay, so here's the, what in my mind as you say that, you know, the relationship with our body. Cause is to, I'm going to polarize. And you've got the average, I'm going to pick on America. Average American, man, woman, middle-aged, jobs, kids, mortgage, home, soccer, whatever. We are absolutely busy. There's no margin at all. Life isn't bad, but it's it's just challenging. There's a lot that we don't look forward to, and we're looking often looking for a break. But it's it's fairly harried. That is the norm in our culture, whether you're single or whether you're married with 12 kids. Over here, then. Let's pick on, you know, Buddha. Uh, you've got the person in the lotus position up on a mountaintop in Tibet with nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Everything is perfection. It is nirvana. No, you know, no, no, nothing troubling the waters at all. And we look at that and go, okay, so that's it. That's the goal over here is we just have to get rid of every stress, bad stress, every tension, every challenge over here. It's not possible over here. And we're not there again. We're looking at environmental issues. And obviously those have a huge factor on our mental state. But ultimately we're saying outside, let's, t- let's set those over here and let's put a third point over here and just say that what matters is your mental state. Because if that person over here is in the lotus position and they're pissed about it and they're disdaining it, like I would be like, are you serious? This sucks. Or they've neglected their noth- nothingness means they've left their family. No purpose. They're, they've, yeah, yeah, there's... Their purpose was Whatever. nothingness, which yeah. most of us would say, no, 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 no. There's got to be a somethingness. Is to there this. peace? Is there joy? Is there inspiration? Is there fulfillment? And, you know, same thing over here with that harried, per- what, 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 what I might look at it say harried, what you're going to say as a doc is say, well, the, 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 the specifics are one thing. How do you feel about it? What What's is your, your relationship with soccer? Right. Again, we're back to mindset, but I wanted you, okay, back to. Finding Quiet by J.P. Moreland, he talks a lot about heart math. You've literally been using the tool of heart math forever or decade, 15 years, 20 years, whatever. Right? In, in the clinic, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't personally say I've been doing that. No, no, no. But but I mean, you've been using it in the, the concept. And we the, talked about it this yeah. morning. Of It is looking at heart rate 
variability. Give a layman's terms. On heart that. rate variability. So not your heart rate, not your pulse not, or, you know, 50, 60 beats a minute, but right. the milliseconds of difference between beat to beat variability. Variability, which before heart math and you telling me about HRV, heart rate vari- vari- variability, I would have thought that, okay, if I'm a healthy athlete, I have a low resting heart rate that it's just going to go along, but boom, but boom, consistent and consistent is actually not good. That's not variable. That's not variable. That's right. That is a, the lack of variability is consistent with a mind that is, and let's say that mind body piece with people who are in a state of not peace chaos, harried, it would be a good word. And so what are the words that are opposite that, that in the heart math world, their word is a coherence, convergence, resonance, rhythm. And in our traditions of growing up in a kind of traditional Christian conservative, whatever kind of place, we don't, we didn't speak those words. Mm. We kind of said, you know, get your work done. Hey, good job. You got an A on the test. Really proud of you great job on your, you know, sports and, uh, Hey, go to bed on time. Here's your curfew. Uh, don't drink, don't smoke. And, um, and if you're griping, be positive, right? Like let's not, if you don't have something good, don't say it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course, and all that's good, but some, there's a missing piece here. Like there's, there was sort of a movement of the third way, right? Like let's not be polarized. Let's, and that's kind of where we're getting to is this, it's, we're all on the spectrum of everything all the time. And so in the heart math, that, that idea of, okay, I, I am a dad. I can't leave my kids. I am married. I can't leave my wife. I do have to take a kid to soccer. I do have to do all these things, but I, but it's my mind that's in there. And so as I'm doing these things, I can think about it harriedly and my heart rate variability will drop. And now it's kind of like you're not flexible. You're, you're, you're stilted in your 60 beats a minute and you can't get out of it because you're harried or I can be driving my kid to soccer and be thinking positively about it. And I'm enjoying the view or the trees or time with my kid in the car or whatever. And, and, and that heart rate variability will go up. Mm -hmm. And here's the cool thing. And here's what Joe Dispenza kind of said is it's more tangible than you think. It's not as quantum or relative as you think you can train it. Now the training mechanism is not lifting up a concrete barbell and doing this, but we're back to that thing with your mind and your muscle. You can train your mind to impact your body. You can go and train your body, right? We know if you exercise uh, that that's going to lower your depression, depression, anxiety. We know that. The body can train the mind back and vice versa. The mind is an influencing training aspect of the concreteness of the body. And that's where our brains kind of explode. We did a show. Do you have negative feelings about your wellness? And that came to light because you have plenty of people who come in here as patients, come into the practice, this office, 
and they have pretty, they are burnt. They're exasperated. They're frustrated. They've been doing all this stupid, healthy stuff. Nothing's working. That's Nothing's how it, working. It does not work. And, and there's your, you know, your place to start on how you feel about it. And to what you said, so if I'm going along, so right now I, I have been struggling with plantar fasciitis. I, I switched shoes. I, I think that's where it came from and gave myself uh, plantar fasciitis, which I'm frustrated to even admit because we did a show recently on how to run and talked about minimalist running. And, um, but I, I did some shoe switching and even started running with my kids, kind of switched my gait. And I think I gave myself plantar fasciitis. So I'm, I'm dealing with that. So I have an injury. I have something that my nerves down there are telling me something's not right. It's not acute right now, but something's not right. So we're saying, okay, for the healing of that, for the betterment of that, one thing that matters is my overall feeling about life. Who is Kevin? at large? Am I enjoying taking the kids to farmer's market this morning and setting it up and helping them prepare? Am I enjoying having extra family over? Am I enjoying my work? Am I at peace with my finances? Am I, so all that matters to it. So that's one, that's the big picture. Well, I'm going to say small picture, then the, then the focus picture too, that the one that's, that this one got me on with Joe Dispenza talking about the bicep is what am I thinking about that foot? Because the truth is, I'm irritated. You're, you're mad. I'm irritated. You're I'm a victim frustrated. too. Yeah. It happened to you. It happened to me. I am a victim and I'm irritated. I was doing all the right things. We got, you're Kevin Miller for heaven's sake. I sakes. am Kevin Miller for <laughs> God's sake. And, and here I have it. So what are my feelings about it? They are negative. I don't have any positive feelings about that. I'm, and what would the training be? Am I, am I grateful? It's not worse. Okay. It could be worse. I mean, we know a lot of people who cannot run at all. I'm so glad I got 50 years of running. Yeah. I, and I have the money to buy different shoes, a splint, all these things that I'm doing to treat it. I've gotten dry. You don't needling. have a job that puts you on your feet all day long? Right. I can stay off my feet. I can bike, which I happen to love. How many things? Okay. And so what are my feelings about that? I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up because we talked about it this morning. So in... I had Shanti Feldhahn, mm -hmm. who you know, Feld, mm -hmm. Shanti, S-H-A-U-N-T-I, and then Feldhahn is F-E-L-D-H-A-H-N. And we talked about joy. Incredible, incredible show. I'd really recommend everybody on this topic to, to go listen to that episode. But from that, she talked about venting. And I posted a meme, and I think there's 600 comments. Wow. And it was saying, venting does not let steam off it throws fuel on the fire. Volatile statement because everybody looks at that and goes, that is not healthy. They say that because the understanding we have in our culture is the opposite of that is stuffing. And she would say, that is horrific too. Both of those. That's also throwing fuel on the fire. Yeah, both of those. And this is their research, not opinion. They did surveys and studies yeah. and whatever. So this is their research. Both of those are bad. There is a, because you just said the word, there's a third way. And a third way is looking at it and finding something to be grateful for, which I just did. We just did that exercise with me. She on the show talked about doing it in the recent months. She had a breast cancer diagnosis. She's sitting in getting radiation, crappy experience getting radiation and she's thinking, huh, I have to practice what I preach. What the heck am I, I? I'm not supposed to vent and be pissed and accuse and blame and be angry about this, but I'm not supposed to stuff it. What do I do? And she said, find something to be grateful for. What can she be grateful for? And her first response was, holy smokes, I'm so grateful that radiation exists because without it, I'm just going to die. Yeah. That's what would have happened. Is that a legitimate, that's not a 
Well, she actually poked holes in the Pollyanna thing and said the Pollyanna real story is actually good. But in how we frame that, that wasn't just stupid positivity. She's not supposed to sit there and go, I'm, I'm so, so glad I got cancer. Yes, exactly. Right. So and that's where, that's where people say, oh, you're not being realistic. You, mm-hmm. you, you've got, and we're, we're, we're not saying don't be angry and don't no, she's whatever. Feel angry, but don't go and v- expound on it and vent. That's their studies. Purposelessly, purposelessly. Yeah. Yeah. Vented out Throw is not vitriol good. on that. She's right. saying that's just going to increase it over here. Don't stuff it. And that's me. Right. I'm a, I'm a stuffer. That's right. what I would do. Stuff. And, and I've proven to myself that doesn't work either, but it's come over here. Admit it, man. I'm, I'm disappointed. I have cancer. I would rather not have cancer. I do. Can't control it. Can't, I'm not God, but I'm so glad there's chemo radiation. I'm so glad there's, there's a fighting chance here of doing something. She could say, I mean, she, and she went further. She could say, I'm glad I'm self-employed. I can take time off, which she did. And she talked about that. So many things to be grateful. And she's just looking at the science, just like Joe Dispenza. She's just saying, okay, if I hook myself up chemical electrodes and just check out what's going on, Mm -hmm. if I vent, killing everything. So we could ask her, she answered the question, Shanti. What is your right now relationship with cancer? Right. And she would have said, oh, well, let me just say, yeah, I hate the thing. I'm disappointed. I'm so, so broken Frustrated. about this yeah. and my kids and my whatever. Maybe but even ashamed somewhat. Yeah, I would be, I would like, be ashamed. You, yeah. yeah. I, we've talked about what if Randy James gets cancer and, uh-huh. you know, I would wrestle with some of those feelings and that would be my relationship, but I don't stuff and don't vent constructively now we're back in the mind god has given us this gift of freedom your your the power of choosing how to think which we can prepare for now we can right exercise now. that if that's, you're in fact we should be doing that and not waiting for the cancer ex- that's or exactly, the foot problem. That's exactly that's, where I was yeah. going. If I just assumed, this sounds so pessimistic, <laughs> but if I, it would be arrogant for me not to think that in the next week of me driving on American roads, the possibility is not there for me to be in a horrific car accident that I can't control. Uh, that, that's right. That it absolutely be it is possible. That yeah. could cripple me. That could kill me. What can I do right now? I shouldn't be in fear of that. Right now, my first thought, Randy, was, I'm glad I got life insurance. My, my family would not be destitute. I'm, I'm I, that's right. I, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the love and I don't have a lot of regrets with my family. I mean, I could start. You and I could that. also say we're self-employed. Yeah. We could take, we've got disability insurance. There's, well, you mentioned Hal, Hal Elrod. So I've, yeah. I've had Hal, Hal Elrod on a show before. He wrote The Miracle Morning, book that sells one of the best-selling self-published books uh, of all time, I think, uh, that now is traditionally published. But he has a story in there where he was in a car accident. Somebody, I think it might have even been a drunk driver. Somebody came over the lane, hit him, broke his back. He wakes up. He's in the hospital. Doctor says, you're never going to walk again. And the the long story short, he so quickly reacted so positively that they were concerned, talked to his parents and said, I think he's loopy. Yeah, he was only 20 years old. Psychotic because he's dealing with it. And his dad talked to him and he went back and this is more in the story of the Miracle Morning. He talks about, actually, no, it was in his, his latter book, The Miracle Equation. And he talked about, he said, I have been training myself for years to have a positive outlook, outlook to look at gratitude. And he actually even cited an, an experiment or not an experiment, an exercise where he got from somebody else and said, I give my, when something bad happens. I give myself five minutes, five minutes to have a tantrum, ha- moan and gripe and have a tantrum. 
And then I can't change the thing that happened. So why not be happy? And he talks about that. He did it so long that he finally, an event happened and he started to, and he said, well, why even take why five, minutes? five minutes? How about 20 just, seconds, mm-hmm. whatever. So he did this leading up to back to your thing of practicing that. So now he has a car wreck. They say your back's broken and he's real quickly. He's trained himself. He's created the groove, as you would say, in his brain, mm-hmm. the habit. And he goes, well, that's terrible. And he, I mean, my gosh, you know, I don't know. He may have screamed and moaned and yelled and why God me for a minute, a day, I don't know, but pretty quickly enough to freak everybody out. It's like, okay, well, let's see, I can still type. Somebody bring me a computer and let's just keep rolling. Are you kidding me? Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's see, I can still type. Somebody bring me a computer and let's just keep rolling. Are you kidding me? It's, and we look at that as... That's psychotic. That's Pollyanna. That's right, not, it's a that's story. Not, yeah. it, it, that, that's what we see in the movies and in the books and whatever. Or that's to that guy. And, and, and you and I are saying, no, let's wrestle with this in our lives right now. If this is true, if physics is physics and all of that, how do we every day be becoming Randy and Kevin that's more likely to react in a whatever in a better way? Yeah, Yeah. resilient, capable, loving, kind, gracious way to to whatever might come. The words that I'm saying to myself that I am more resilient than I would have been at 25 to 35 when theoretically it's like those were the days of you and I take on the world. We can handle anything. And, you know, let's go get another business, another degree, another trophy, another whatever. Say yes to just say yes to everything. And I want to do, I want to experience everything. And that wasn't wrong or whatever, but now here we are in culture. We're 50 and we're seeing our culture struggle. Okay, you went to the culture. I thought you were saying, I'm 50 and I'm seeing myself struggle. And I'm that too. Finding these there areas. There is plantar fasciitis and my skin does look too old. But from a, men- a mental aspect, the, the, the certainty and the holding on and the absolutes and the whatever. And I'm finding myself, <laughs> I'm tired of holding on to those when they're not. It's, there's it's, earthquakes. There's earthquakes. And, and I, it's not going to. And. This morning, so we also have to speak to it's. It is we. It, we're not saying go build your house on the sand because you can't do that either. That's the extreme over here on the other side. But well, I have a great analogy. I was going to say it earlier, but I, I, I so I built my house. So I I dug clay. I helped di- dig the foundation. Um, I we I general contracted the thing. It has a great foundation. Okay, it has a great foundation. Last summer, I built a treehouse. 
two pine trees coming out of the same kind of root structure, two pine trees come up and I built that. Well, if I built it a hundred percent solid, as soon as the wind comes That's along, right. those trees that, yeah, those trees sway at different, uh, you know, they're not, they're not together. And it's good. So I had to look, I got on YouTube, like everybody else did, how do you do this? And it showed how to create pivot points in that, essence. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Japanese house. So it's solid. I mean, it's rooted in the, it's, it's solid, but flexible. Yeah. Not solid in a stodgy. In an unmovable way. Unmovable way. Right. And, and you and I 20 years ago would have heard that and say, oh no, there is absolute truth. And I'd still believe there is absolute truth, but I'm now coming to learn that part of the mystery of absoluteness is movability, is pivot points. Yeah. It, there's a time and a place for a hot pocket. <laughs> now there's, yeah. now I, I was going to have a, a donut thing over at Farmer's Market this morning with coffee. I forgot. <laughs> we would have shamed you I, to no end. I was okay with it. But there's also, like in a marriage, I, I don't believe there's a pivot point of it's okay to have an affair. Like right. there's, so... Well, and I, gravity still we, exists. And, and we, well, but even that, you say that, and I don't want to go ex- extreme, but we do based on our values. And I wouldn't look that. at somebody if they had an affair and say, well, then get unmarried. Like it's, it's all gone. Yeah. It's broken. Cause somebody's going to cite people, somebody who's happy, who has a, uh, what do they call that? A open, open marriage yeah, or, or whatever. Like I'm going to question. Yeah. I, I'm going to say in the bigger picture, like if we look at a hundred people over the course of time and you have an open marriage, then I'm going to argue, well, it's going to. Over the course of time, that's not going to prove well, functional. Well, right. I, I do too. And, and when we look at absolutes, certainty, proof, and we're saying that that is so difficult to have, there is evidence-based tr- uh, testimony. I'm going to say use the word testimony. Evidence-based testimony that I do want to know. And so looking sure. at the evidence, looking at the stats, what does create the best marriage? What does create seem to create the most health. Yeah. Seems like the veggies are kind of winning. Yeah. Okay. And so, not smoking is winning. Right. And so to every, cause everybody wants to point out anytime you bring up something like this, I'd accept it. I, my, my grandpa lived in 99 sharps yeah. attack and he ate nails. Yeah. That's awesome. And somebody uh, else ate carrots, had cancer at 40. Right. Okay. Yeah. Always exceptions. But if we're going to look at the norms and I'm going to look, when I come into my business, I'm not going to look at how can I do this really stupid and difficultly to be success. I'm going to ask people, go, what's the quickest way to the most abundance with this business? And I'm going to go after that. That's what we generally do. Right. How do you set a budget? How do you budget time, money, effort, make your resources, yeah. make projections? Uh, and here we are again in a framework of fluidity and pivot points. It, and so Dr. Joe Dispenza would say, Kevin, you want to fix that plantar fasciitis? What have you been How? When was the last time you sat down, took a minute, five minutes, whatever, and thought about it healing? Thought about it strengthening, thought about it being more flexible, thought about the pain going away. I don't do that. That's mm-hmm. hoodoo guru. Come on, give me a break. It's, it's got an injury. It's going to fix itself or not. I can take a pill, <laughs> get a surgery. I had somebody the other day saying, you got to get a steroid shot. Yeah. Yeah. You stick a needle in that thing. Yeah. And he's saying, and what about this one? If it's right. 25% of the process, what, what it, and that's what we yeah. don't know. That's what we don't know. What and percent? N- nor can we know. We are not meant to know. We're not meant to be able to know in that way. On his bicep. <laughs> a study that was done though, there was a measurable result. And he may say on that, he may look and go, gosh, from what he's seen, 20% of the healing of my foot is mental. And I'm 
Actually, right now I'm not ignoring it. I'm giving it negative. I'm, you're you're hampering that. It. Yeah, right. We also have to go into that group B. Uh, no. A? We have to go into the group that a increased their muscle mass by thinking. By thinking. That's C. Okay. Now, right? And that was C. It's not every single person increased by 30%. Some were 40, average. some were zero. Right. So the zero guy would say, well, it's not working on me. Therefore, that is a lie and false. And the 40% guy would say, dude, that's all you have to do. You that's never all, have he to He would write a way. book. Yeah. And say, and, here's the truth. Here's and the certainty. And that's where I that's, don't think Hal Elrod did that. I think he's, he didn't come out and say, this is right for everybody all the time in every situation. But he's like, hey, here's what worked for me. But I'm, Five minute miracle morning kind of a. But I am glad you said that. Because that is, as I look at the huge yeah, the books, book, bookshelf, uh, yeah. so many of the books we need to watch out for because it is somebody who had an experience that could be an exception and they're going to, not, not wrongly, but they should with grace. That's what we're saying is books that are in the middle don't sell. Well, even like with Hal, it's funny because I, I pick on him and Robin Sharma a lot. Robin Sharma wrote the 5 a.m. club. Hal is the Miracle Morning. And they're both kind of get up at five. You have your hour. You uh, Robin says you work out within 20 minutes to get your BDNF. Yeah. Uh, going, uh, your brain, you do all these, and they have these things. And I did a show not long ago and I said, you know what? That's great. The point is just to do that stuff. And if your life and, and whatever, and you don't do those things until 5 PM or you do them 5 AM after staying up all night, cause you're an artist or you work in a factory, whatever we're now norms. Are we seeing the best results from 5 AM in their structure? Sure. But don't get stuck in their things as well. If it works for you, I don't work out till 10 or 11 o'clock most every day. That's just what works for me. It's what's it, honestly, it's because that's when it's warmer up here in the <laughs> high mountains. So that's when I do it and I'm self-employed so I can do that. The point is just to do that. So for us to, we so want to even look at these books and these influencers and hear their testimony and go, okay, that's the truth. That's how to do a great morning. That it's a really good way. Maybe it's the best. It's not the only. Right. It gets, and I, I, I have, in fact, weekly have patience. And, and um, one woman said it the other day after, and, you know, she was a prospective customer, client. And somewhere in her, the midst of her statement, she said, you know, I'm just, I just, I'm so tired of fighting. I just want you to fix me. Mm -hmm. Meaning. Good luck with that. Give me yeah. the law that I can obey and you're going to guarantee that I feel better. And people don't want to buy a product where I say, well, that depends. And, and so I'm very careful to say, you have to understand I'm not guaranteeing anything other than words and information and relationship to help you get from well, here You don't even know this. You're saying that. So we're recording this. Does everybody need nutritional supplements, doctors? And you said, well, that it depends. depends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, which that's, that's not what people want to hear. Yeah. They want to hear, yes, this is the milligrams and you'll be good. And you'll be, and we'll Dog guarantee. But, younger, smarter, better, faster. But you are going to give norms. You're going to say, you know, your history has shown an improvement with patients as one of the ingredients is nutritional supplements and vitamin D. Yeah, you generally are going to look in this arena. So there are some... Sure. Evidence-based testimonies that we can't say are proof certain or absolute, but yes. It, and I would even say you're doing a double, I forgot what that word is, but 
evidence-based means testimony, right? Like oh. it, it is evidence. Okay. The evidence or the testimony sheds that if you generally eat more carrots than hot pockets, you're generally going to be- I was be, trying to say something besides like evidence-based proof, which is what came to mind. I can't say- It is the, the phrase evidence-based. Now, now, when, now the jargon out there, if you say evidence-based, kind of what people hear is the science is settled. ABC right. equals whatever. And that's what I call the shackle of the randomized controlled trial. If the randomized controlled trial is the best way to procure evidence for the way to eat, think, live, breathe, and take this pill and how many milligrams and what to do, what to do for cancer, then the norms are over the course of time. And we have a $4 trillion system that's to Shanti Felton says, here's what you do with cancer. And there's great goodness in that. And it doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that, and so then if we, you can't wear the shackle of evidence based when it comes to hot pockets and carrots yeah. or the way to run a business or the way to run a marriage or the way to run your mind body connection. Cause now everybody wants to say, and I was, you know, screaming at Einstein himself, show me the proof. And of course he tried to. And it's a pages and pages of math that you and I can't even begin to understand. And he spent the next part of his career. The, do you know what he's after World War II? He spent the, and now it's called the unified theory, like people trying to unify the theory of the four energies, gravity being one. Now it's called, it's uh, space time. It used to be, you know, space was one, time was one. Now we know space time is Continuum, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, uh, I forgot what they call the big energy and little energy or whatever that some people call dark matter or we just don't know. Right. And, and there's no unifying theory. And I don't think there ever will be. We're not meant to know. There's always going to be a mystery. Now I'm not saying that as an anti-science, you know, whatever right. thing I think God gave his brains to go and try to figure the things out. Let's do that. But at the end of the day, we're in a culture that's struggling with, yeah, but why? And we have teenagers in there, you know, what, what is your mission, passion, purpose? And like, why do I need a mission, passion, purpose? But yeah, I just well, I have an itch I want to scratch or entertainment or whatever. And, and then to, to us, to most of our listeners who are in that middle-aged kind of a place to say, what do I do with my overweightness, my fatigue, my sore knees or my sore plantar fasciitis or my brain fog? And today we're saying, well, one of the things to be becoming more and more aware of is the way you think your mind stance is a piece of the equation. That's, that's what I come to is a, I just wrote that down. This will be either in the title of this show or right at the top of the subject line or the definition of the show uh, explanation is this is a, it's an ingredient. I want to say a primary ingredient, but along with, as I look at my plantar fasciitis or your achy back or your uh, hypertension or your autoimmune problems that you're looking at, as you would hear us talk, as we do mostly on this show, hopefully that'll continue to change. I think we're coming more this direction. We talk about, okay, what are you eating? What are you not eating? What's going in the body? What's causing things there? Are you exercising? How are you sleeping? The recovery, we tend to put more and more focus on that, I think, because we're seeing the evidence uh, based results of that. But over here, how are you thinking in general about that thing? And again, even there, what this is bringing me to Randy, that, you know, his bicep research on there is I do spend more and more time, thankfully, and I want more of being aware of my mental state overall. 
yes. about life, which is that's uh, overwhelming. But that's, I just I'm getting the power of that hugely as an overarching ingredient, at least for me in my life. But am I taking the specific thing captive, like this problem? How am I mm-hmm. thinking about it? Am I doing the mental exercise like I would to tear down my bicep with a dumbbell and let it rebuild during sleep and with food? What am I doing with my thought process towards this problem of plantar fasciitis? Mm-hmm. The only thing I am feeding it currently is negative thoughts, frustration, irritation, disappointment. And we live in a culture a medical worldview of, and I'm eager for my medical and dental school buddies to, to actually hear this show and think about it because they are in, in the dentistry world. When you have infection, when you have caries, when you have, a, then thank God for dentistry. Tooth pain is one of the most exquisite ones. And I want it stopped now. Right. Like when you're in the middle yeah. of torture and that the, I'm going to that because you're oh. way up high. When you get to that level of pain, you go to the dentist and you let's like Shanti, you go get your radiation. You go to the dentist. And my other friend is a colorectal surgeon and you have cancer down there. You you cut the thing out. And that's that's mostly what those guys do. What, what, and dentists from a I don't know if an overall profession or just from an med, a medical profession have one of the highest suicide rates is what I've been led to believe dentist because it is such a general, uh, again, this is something I read such a negative environment. Generally, nobody wants to go to the dentist. Kids hate it. They're screaming, they're crying. It hurts like a son of a, I'd rather break my arm than go get, you know, a tooth. I don't know if that is, is that not fair statement? Right. I don't know if that's true anymore because they are so good with pain control. Okay. So good with maybe so, but, but, but I was thinking, as you talked about that, I was thinking Sort of the negativity uh, sh- of the office. But I'm thinking shame on me for having a tooth problem and being so pissed that I have to go see the dentist. I mean, you can hear it. Yeah. I got to go see the stupid dentist today because a stupid thing. And I'm just sticking a fork in my eye. Why am yeah, I doing it? Go, instead it of going, work. man, I've got a pain in here. I'm Thank so grateful the that there's a dentist nearby. There's multiple ones I can pick from. I can afford it or I have an insurance or somebody will help me or I have a credit card or I have whatever. And then I'm going to be able to go get this get addressed. Out of pain. Yeah. If I was in the bush in, you know, in, in Africa, this it might it, kill me. It, it, you would take like, a pair of pliers to it. I oh mean, my that's gosh. <laughs> And I, that's not Pollyanna. That is literal yeah. ability that there are so many things that we can have gratitude for. We can change the mindset and give positivity instead that's, of negativity. And what, what you were trying to do a summary statement and I diverge this back over here to the, in, in my world, in the MD world where everything is built on treat the pathology, the measurable pathology. Right. We're admittedly saying, let's go way, way upstream before somebody has colon cancer, before somebody needs a root canal, before somebody... But how the day in and day out, Monday through Friday, how am I thinking about my teeth, right? Like I just, I brush my teeth. Uh, but have I ever thought about the oral microbiome and the incredible complexity of what's going on in the mouth? And, and I'm not, you know, <laughs> trying to get weird here. But in a sense, we are getting weird about I'm going to endeavor now when I'm brushing my teeth for a minute, I'm going to have some gratitude for a toothbrush and gratitude that I don't have to go to the dentist today. And think about my teeth and the 
whatever the mind tooth connection is, which I'm sure that we just don't have enough science to understand the nuance of what's going on there. Yeah. We do. Now we know about the mind heart connection. We've got measurables there. We've got mind gut connection, but that means I have to think that there's a mind tooth connection that we just don't know about yet. Yeah. In fact, why does the tooth, why is it so innervated? If it, if it's, I mean, it's a hard surface. Why does it need all those nerves? to chew that's that's a question well anyway um i just went down my, my own rabbit hole in my own mind there um thank goodness thank god for an insurance system and a system where with acute infection and acute trauma we've got some really awesome system to to help but what's going on in everybody's mind right now as they drive to work is Ugh, i don't like my job or my car's breaking down or my kid won't behave or, or whatever. And that's where the power of the mind and how you choose to think about it. It, it, it is. And you hit me a second ago of trying to make a summary statement. But as you're <laughs> saying that, you know, one of the things that I don't want to leave out is just the aspect of expectation. And you and I have talked about that. Mm. We are guys who don't get sick often. Now I got COVID and had a hard time with it, but just the general scope of life. And again, as I see humanity, see our friends, see our family, I just realize, gosh, I don't tend to get sick as often as the norm or not as bad as the norm is that. And I want to attribute that to because, oh, I eat this way. I exercise this way. I sleep this way. And we, you and I have surmised how much of that is a reality of we just don't expect to get sick. And I think Joe Dispenden said that's a huge ingredient that is helping your body fight off, regulate whatever, right. and not get sick. And it reminds me, you know, Henry Ford is famous for whether you think you can or think you can't either way. You're right. I don't want that. I want there to be a reality and I want there to be an absolute right an absolute wrong. And it just is. And he's saying, no, you kind of create that reality. I am creating, I'm helping create. Yeah. You're not the only creator. Right. I'm helping influence. You have a creative influence. Okay. On my, uh, in my health and wellness by how I think about it. Absolutely. All right, friends, I hope this has you really thinking about how you're thinking about your health and how it's affecting it positively and negatively. Uh, my co-host again, Dr. Randy James, you can connect with him as more and more of you continue to do at truelifemedicine.com. And as always, folks, if you got value, we would love the gift of your rating or review. You can rate it in Spotify. You can rate and give us a review on Apple. You can subscribe on YouTube to watch the full episodes at kevinmiller.co and any social media where we're putting a lot of clips of the highlights of a lot of these shows. You can find me also at kevinmiller.co. And if you want to learn how to master your own inner drive, check out my book, What Drives You on Amazon. Until next time, stay driven. Yeah.